Welcome to the ISA Podcast Network. I am Rich Voltz, the Associate Director of the Illinois Association of School Administrators. And today our guest is David LaFrance, Oakland Elementary Principal in Bloomington School District. The topic of this podcast is Elementary Principal Produces Facebook Live Sessions. I must first state a disclaimer here at the beginning that David is my son-in-law, and David also used to work for me as an assistant principal at Glenwood Intermediate School in Chatham, Illinois, in the Ball Chatham School District when I was the superintendent there. So good afternoon, David. Please tell our listeners a little bit about yourself and your school. Yeah, I definitely uh, can do that. That's a big disclaimer, by the way. Uh, thank you for having me today. Uh, my name is David LaFrance, and I am currently uh, the principal at Oakland Elementary School in Bloomington, Illinois, um, part of district Bloomington District 87, a large unit area district. And I have been principal at Oakland School for about six years. Uh, we have about 500 students in our school. Uh, we're located right next to a State Farm. Uh, we have about 14 different uh, countries represented in our school and 19 different languages represented and uh, a very diverse school, a very diverse school for Central Illinois uh, based on our location. So uh, that's a little bit about myself and our school. I, do, I am married uh, to uh, Jennifer LaFrance and she is a teacher uh, at uh, the junior high at Bloomington and we have three children. Uh, that'll be a disclaimer that uh, I'll talk about later when you're talking about Facebook Live. Uh, one is uh, 19 months old the other one is five year old, five years old, and he's in preschool. Marshall, uh, our youngest is Gianna, and our oldest is nine years old. He's in third grade, uh, and he attends actually Oakland School. He's in our third grade school. He's in our school, and he attends third grade. His name's Jackson. So you started the uh, Facebook Live session for your parents and families and students a little over a week ago, and you have hosted now several sessions since then. How did you generate this idea? You know, uh, at first, when we first started to look at ways to connect with families, uh, we did utilize our five essentials survey uh, that we take yearly. And we've seen the trend uh, in the last few years really move towards uh, the social media aspect. And so throughout the years, throughout our last few years, we've really picked up our presence in utilizing the social media to connect with our families. And we started to get a lot of good feedback. So throughout the year, we've done a lot of different events where we would use Facebook Live to uh, showcase uh, things going on with our students and with our families. And we've, all, we've always had great responses. And so when uh, this whole school shutting down, uh, pandemic has kind of come across one thing that we talked about uh, was a possible idea. And at first, I just thought, you know what, let's just go ahead and do it. Maybe I'll do it one night and we'll see how we do. Uh, after our first night and over 2,000 some views, uh, it was decided that I probably need to continue to do that. And so uh, we talked and I've just utilized uh, from there, uh, just saying that, okay, if that many people are watching and enjoying just connecting again back with our school and with us in, in some way, shape or form, 
that we would go ahead and continue to do that. So I'm assuming you're using your uh, iPhone to do the recording. What are some of the technical issues you've been dealing with? And what technology knowledge does a person have to do if they wanted to start doing these Facebook Live sessions? You know what? It's, uh, it's been Facebook is, is pretty easy. It's, it's pretty user-friendly. Uh, one of those things on your iPhone. I know that a lot of different uh, schools and districts have. We have a lot of different platforms to connect with families. You can use Zoom. You can use um, your YouTube channels, things like that. Uh, but the way that we started to use Facebook, it was just very user friendly. Uh, you could use it in those moments. Uh, so user friendly that I could give that hand that off to someone and they could record it right then too. It uh, doesn't take very many, it doesn't take others involved. So right now, while we are all quarantined, many of my Facebook Live sessions that we do uh, each evening at 6.30, Monday through Friday, uh, I'm able to do on my, own, on my own. If I do need to pull other people in, uh, then I can do that. But other than that, I don't need anyone else with me when I'm running these sessions. All you have to do is be able to um, have, I would always recommend to not do it on your personal site, uh, we did create a Facebook page for our building, and that's where we run all these things through. So how do you get your ideas about what to talk about during these sessions? Uh, during the sessions, uh, what I kind of just started off with my own script. Uh, it kind of worked out for us where we were doing our spirit week. And so I kind of utilized that platform uh, because we were going to miss our spirit week the week before spring break. And so... Uh, I took that platform and just kind of put that out to the students and to the families about what could we do to connect back with our students, still make that student week, that spirit week, fun, engaging. And now with that, I'm able to have the kids send me pictures of their spirit week. And now it's kind of evolved now into I've utilized a lot of different uh, resources. I've utilized my colleagues. Uh, there's so many other, other educators out there that just have amazing ideas that you're just able to pull and look at and say, okay, what works in where you are currently? Like it can be very elaborate if you have time, uh, or it can be very simple and just a simple connection with the kids. As far as like uh, a lot of uh, authors now are, are allowing people to uh, do some book reading, sing like that. There's lots of different resources available, and they've been they've been very generous with allowing you to utilize some of those other resources to connect with the family. So it can be as extravagant as you want it, or it can be very simple, where really the kids just want to see your face, they want to hear your voice, uh, something that connects with them, something that's very they're used to probably announcements, things they've used to connecting with you, so they're able to see you, they're able to see your expressions, they're able to see the joy in your face as you're talking back with them. And, and I've had a lot of positive feedback uh, from the parents, from the teachers, and also our teachers are a great resource. Your teachers are able to say, hey, why don't you talk about this? If kids are missing this, let them call into the office. So we also use it for like daily messages about what's going on and how are things going and going from there. So I've used a lot of different people to connect with, to come up with different ideas. Uh, we've now, uh, my mother-in-law uh, has also had a plethora of resources uh, that she shares out 
to give more ideas. I've utilized our school social worker um, to provide also some other additional resources for families as well. So for people who are listening to this podcast, uh, what is the handle for your Facebook account so that they could go see that? Yeah, our handle for our Facebook account is Oakland Owls D87. Oakland Owls D87. And when you look that up, uh, we've, we've posted a lot of things previously to this uh, just because we realized how um, user-friendly it is and how kids just enjoy getting on and seeing their teachers, seeing each other. And we really use it now daily, like I said, to connect with families, and we've had a great response to that. And so now I usually have teachers sending me, hey, we say this tonight on Facebook Live, we do this. Uh, and now tonight what we're going to start is I'm going to start recognizing our staff birthdays and our student birthdays on there as well and just let them see the joy in the day. Currently what I have the children doing are different challenges throughout the week. And when we do that, the students will be challenged. This week we're doing a kindness challenge. And so the kids will send me pictures of things they're doing in the community or in their own home to show kindness. And then I'm able to show those too uh, out to everyone when they're viewing it. And so the kids have really enjoyed seeing the pictures of their friends when they haven't had the opportunity to uh, maybe talk with some friends or to see some of their friends. Early on in your first couple of recordings, uh, when you turned to show the book you were reading to the children and the families, the words were backwards. And then you were able to solve this problem so could you help others who might want to do this Facebook Live, how they could start out with uh, reversing the video so that they could see the video correctly? Yeah, it is a, it, like I said, it's very user-friendly. And, you know, when you get started in that moment, uh, it gets going pretty quick. And so after I did it the first time, uh, I had a few of my social media expert friends kind of re come back to me. And I'm a, I'm an older generation where I did not grow up in, on technology. Uh, the only phones that we used were connected to a wall and you had to push a dial and it, and it dialed around where now you use your phones for everything. So uh, definitely is newer, but they had told me that uh, there was a magic wand. It, it looks like a magic wand itself on there. And so there's a lot of tools actually, as I've been able to explore more. And I've gone on to now some of the Facebook resources to utilize when you're making live recordings to read up on how to do that. I'm able to switch the book over now. I can rotate things around. A lot of those tools to now allow our readers to see everything. I've actually had people contact me asking, how did you do that? Because they want to do that in some other platforms. Uh, but that's the nice thing about Facebook, because I've talked about also looking at some other platforms, but this allows me to do that piece. So the kids are, it's kind of like a bedtime story for them. I kind of get to have a little fun with them, share out pictures, share out the joys of their day, and then give a moment with, get some time with their families as well, their adults in their lives, and then uh, share that story with them. So uh, the tools are really friendly and, and user friendly. If you ever have any questions or you're thinking about doing it, uh, feel free to reach out to me. Uh, my my email is uh, LaFrance, L-A-F-R-A-N-C-E. D at district87.org. And so uh, I'll make sure we get that in there too, uh, just because it is really user-friendly and I'd be feel free to uh, 
talk with you just to walk you through that because it's been a positive experience for our children, which is the most important, and then our families as well. So you've included your family in some of the videos. Why and how is this helping the social and emotional issues as a result of family staying home? Uh, you know, it's it's just because that whole family aspect, uh, just it, we're very much a community school. I know we have a large number of students for a grade school, 500 kids, but uh, our school, uh, we have a lot of families that just know each other. If they don't, we get to know each other really well just because uh, we believe in our families. We believe 100% and in, in all our families. And, and even with my own family, like I said, uh, I'm very blessed to have my own son go to school with me each day. And next year, I plan on having two of my kids go with me. Uh, but it just really shows them that uh, I'm right there, too. Uh, you know, it's it's amazing how you have two educators uh, with with your kids in, in some cases. And sometimes it's only it's only one of you. We have a lot of single parents uh, in our community as well, and, and that everything is not going to always go perfect. And so I'd like to bring my family in just because um, that's what it's all about. If we didn't have our kids, uh, we wouldn't be doing any of this. I wouldn't, I wouldn't be where I'm at. I would not be doing these uh, FaceTime lives. And so that's what really comes first. And I just want them to see the human side of everything. Uh, at the end of the day, it's just how can we connect? And right now, we're not able to connect face to face like I always love to do. Uh, but this is the closest thing we can get to it. And I want them to see that you know what, uh, things are not always easy, and and that that we can all struggle together. But if we support each other and encourage each other, uh, it's going to make those days go by a little bit easier, and it's going to pro hopefully provide some uh, wisdom and some support to our students and our families. And so I love the opportunity whenever I can have my family in there. Um, we've only had some of those, we've only had a few moments where uh, the the plan, it's, it's just always with kids. You have a plan going into it, but then sometimes they're derailed when you have a one, five and nine year old, uh, but but that's okay. And I, and I just want the families to see that too, because a lot of times in your, posts people put out there or pictures you put out there you always put out that perfect picture and and a lot of times they're not, it's not always that perfect and that's I just want to make sure families know that that's the same with with me as well so when recording you point out teacher and student names during the broadcast and this is really nice I'm sure for the students and families to hear their names how do you do this you know, I love doing that. And that first session, like that's one of the learning curves. The first session I really didn't. I started and I just had a whole, I had my agenda and we were going right through it. And then uh, right after I got off it, as I was given some wisdom like, hey, you can do this, this, this. And that's where as people sign in, you start seeing the views at the bottom of your screen. Uh, you can kind of see those being pulled up. So I kind of make sure I have that screen touch so I can see who's logging in. Uh, I do have a a pretty simple agenda I try to run through uh, when I go talk with the families and with the kids, uh, and I make sure I'm intentional about stopping at some moments, checking in on what people are saying, saying hi. It's nice because your families and your kids can see who's on there, and they're able to pick up on seeing who's checking in, who's sending things out, but I try to be intentional about 
making sure throughout the time that I'm checking back in, saying hi, waving to people that just joined us, uh, trying to add things, trying to um, just keep things active and engaging throughout the whole um, time that we're together on FaceTime Live. So that's really something we've tried to do always. That's why I try to do with those pictures, really be intentional with when families are emailing me, taking time out of their day to take on those challenges and then email me or post those pictures. I want to make sure I recognize uh, those accomplishments and all the great things, uh, those successes. I want to recognize those successes because maybe that may be the, the only success in that day was getting that picture. And if I had a kindergarten teacher say that, that is their kindergarten. They have a son. This is their favorite part of the day. He's always asking when 630 so we can do this. It's hard to get anything else done, but if he can get a picture posted, uh, that's his highlight of his day. And then when it's shown on the uh, video, uh, he's just, it helps him go to sleep at night. And when I heard just that one story, I said, yep, we're just going to keep on doing it. You seem to be always promoting school spirit by wearing school logo clothes. And occasionally you even host the Oakland mascot, Oki. So how are students and families responding to Oki? Uh, they love it. Uh, it's, it's been a lot of fun. Uh, kind of went with our mascot, was kind of getting pretty uh, lonely and bored when he was back at school. So uh, it's kind of nice he's a flat owl so he can fly over. And uh, he's been he's been joining us at different times. He, he's going to be staying with us during this time. And so uh, Oki's been there and he's brought back another stuffed animal to be with him. And so the kids just really enjoy that. That is uh, one of our mascots that visits the school. Uh, throughout the year for different occasions and the kids have just had some joy uh, in doing that I think it's a little humor too for the adults and um, Oki's just enjoying uh, definitely enjoying the time with our family. So recently you've been including some information for families like one time you did a uh, part on stress uh, last night you did a part on kindness um, so what has been the motivation behind these things? I think this is just a, a time where we, as educators, uh, we've never experienced a time like this before. Um, and so we know through just our families themselves that this is a whole different transition, this whole different time that we'll never get back again. And there's a lot of people doing things for the first time ever. And so uh, even our, our own household and across our communities, uh, we see a lot of people, uh, this is hard to do the uh, work, possibly if you're still having to go to work or do that um, if you're working from home or maybe not even working at all, but usually you're taking care of the house or maybe a younger sibling. Not that you have everyone involved in the house, uh, it's we have to be really intentional about uh, taking care of each other. I know our teachers and everyone else uh, as educators, we're working on creating the learn, continuing to uh, provide learning opportunities for kids. Uh, but really, if we, we got to take care of ourselves first, and if we're not able to uh, ways to either de-stress or take care of yourself physically. If you're not taking yourself, taking care of yourself first, you can't take care of others. And so I try to be really um, intentional each time 
to do that with our families. Definitely our, our caregivers because our caregivers look, look different in each household. It could be your parents that were there. It could be your grandparents. It could be foster families. It could be an older sibling. It could be your move, you're living with someone else right now. So there's a lot of different people, but whoever it is, uh, they need to make sure they're able to take care of themselves so they can properly take care of our, our kids. And so I've uh, just recently, I go through kind of myself a, a daily devotional. And one of the ones that I'm doing right now is just focusing on how to uh, really be intentional and love on our kids. And so I'm taking the points from that and I'm sharing that with our families uh, each night just to kind of give them that reminder about, yes, you know what, the day might have been long and hard. And definitely a lot of moments where uh, you saw a lot of great things happen, but things could have been hard as well, that here's what you can do to take care of yourself. Here's what you can do to make sure your whole family's being taken care of. And there's a lot of social emotional resources out there that really help guide and help uh, your kids and our adults um, day to day. So I make sure I really try to make sure I'm intentional about adding that. Well, I'd like to thank you, David, for participating in this IESA podcast, and I invite everybody to go to the Facebook Live site if you'd like to see how David does it. He does it live every evening at 6.30, but you also uh, can watch the live recorded part of the uh, Facebook session. Thanks again, David. Thank you very much, and have a great day. We'll see you at 6.30.